sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That is Sean Sides. And that is Tom Sides. How you doing, Thomas? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. Having a decent week here. How are you holding up? Pretty good for the most part. Um, can't complain. You know, life is creeping along. You know how that goes. Uh, a huge two sides of the story. And Sean, happy birthday, Thomas, because it was your birthday and it passed. And, you know, life got busy and you made such a big deal out of my birthday when we did the podcast and everything. And I was like, Man, I am the lowest of the low for not catching that. I will make a birthday post on Instagram for you for everyone <laughs> to wish you a happy birthday as well. Super apologize. Happy birthday, Tom. Oh, thank you very much, man. I mean, like, it's fair to say you had other things going on. <laughs> and, like, I wasn't really putting out that it was my birthday. It's just, I don't know, man. You get to a certain age where... I don't know, like, I live in a city where I know, like, the people I work with and, like, a select few other people, and it was just, like, not a, it's just kind of, like, a day. Yeah, no, I understand that. It's still, I wish that I had remembered on time so I could have at least reached out to make you feel a little bit special on your big day, but at least I got you the day after. (laughs) Uh, Appreciate it, nonetheless, and I still appreciate it. It was also, like, it was a decent day, like, um, went out for, uh, it was like my Friday, so I came home, got dressed, and then uh, went to see uh, my cousin at a bar called the Snooty Fox, and it was their wing night. So my birthday was February 1st, which was a Tuesday, and it was like their wing night, and then yeah, we just had a couple beers, had some wings, shot the shit. I'm like, he picked up the tab, which was really sweet of him. Yeah, that's awesome. Nice to make you have a good night, right? Good wings yeah. there. You know what? Yeah, I wasn't mad at it. They did these like mix and match wings like they have one called the stevie where they'll take like the hot sauce with like the thai sauce and then mix in like uh cajun spice and then they had like another one called the old dress where there's like another mixed bag of sauces and i was like all right i'll try these out these were fun nice nothing yeah. wrong with that yeah and then i got into like the conversation we we're having a few weeks ago of like what male stripper names are and all that stuff oh nice that's and, fun And, like, again, like, I don't know if she was the bartender was being modest, but, like, she said that she hadn't been to one, but she would imagine that they would change their names. I'm still waiting. I got to get some firsthand experience on this. That's funny. Yeah, it's good to know, right? Yeah. So, all in all. Sorry, I just have one thing to add to that. It's kind of like if you name your daughter Candy with an I. Yeah. You know, like, are you predetermining? Well, if you name your son Jeeves, like, you're pretty much requesting him to be a butler. It's true. Like, there's reasons why names kind of go by the wayside. Yeah, for sure. And then every single time there's a popular show, all of a sudden, like, this is my daughter, Tagarius. This is my son, Tyrion. Like, all right. Like, yeah. Then there's is- waves of children with these funny names, right? Yeah. And, I, and then you get the people that misspell already common names those are tough those are really tough this is james j a i like, oh, <laughs> we've had this talk on the podcast about my name 
yeah. people like shawn and sound it out it's fucking english yeah you have all these other variations popping up i don't want to get into it because i always get heated when we talk about this yeah but the see all three of those things have been around for so long and i have to assume that it is cultural at some point or another must be like i i can't see it any other way i don't Granted, I haven't gone through the lineage of the name Sean, and nor will I. Well, it's kind of like the culture of today's world is being uneducated on a lot of things. So people mm-hmm. come up with these new fucking names for people, like you said, with James, where you're like, J-A-I-Y-R-E. And the R is silent. Z. Yeah, exactly. I love the silence. Yeah, I'm going to put a Q in every single one of my child's names and be like, no, it's a silent Q. Yeah, exactly. Just throw through teachers and like doing attendance and shit. We have talked about this before, I know, but it is super fun saying pterodactyl and cano. I can know what you're talking about. Yeah, or canite. Like, There's a lot of that. We can take it all back. That's for sure. So, yeah, no. So all in all, like the night was good and sweet. And then, like, it kind of carried in. Like, what I was supposed to do, like, I was supposed to go, like, have a night on the town with my aunt and uncle and, like, a few other people. Yeah. But then we got, like, 50 centimeters of snow. And in a town like Fredericton, if you're getting 50 centimeters of snow, the whole city kind of gets together and goes, like, we're all in agreement. No one's going to go outside today. Cool. <laughs> Everyone cool with that? And then nothing happens. Nice. So, like, even, like, at work, all the flights got canceled and all that stuff. Like, the whole expectation of the city is just like, no, we're just going to stay home and watch movies today, everybody. Everyone cool with it? And then the only people that are working are the people that run the plows and shit who are saints. <laughs> That's kind of a cool system when you live in a smaller like population area. You kinda, you I kind of love it where it's just everyone's on the same page of just everything. Like Even Walmart shut down. Like It was crazy. Like, That's funny. Kind of cool to experience that, I imagine. Yeah, and so... So, yeah, so that got canceled. So the next day I was supposed to go snowmobiling, but it didn't happen due to, like, weather and all the... So I just ended up having, like, a dinner at a pub with my aunt and uncle, and it was nice. Nice. Yeah. That's really cool. Nothing wrong with that. Did you get liquored up at all? On the Tuesday night I did. I treated myself to, like, a nice little... I haven't been to a bar in a little while. It's Sweet. like, and my cousin was just like, Hey man, it's your birthday. Like have a couple of drinks and stuff. It was nice. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. It's good to celebrate lately. It is weird. Like as we start getting older and stuff like that, it's, I've had a few birthdays in my twenties where I was just like, eh, I'm a year older now. It is what it is. You don't need the like, you know, pointy hats and streamers. And I think like 35, I would like it if I got together with like, I think like every five years, I think it's cool to have like yeah. a bigger shindig because those are like milestones. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, over the hill and stuff like that. So like, I kind of like, oh, you turned 32. Fucking wonderful, man. Yeah, for sure. I know what you mean. It's fun though. Like, I don't know. One of the things you'll find when you find like a good significant other, they always make you feel special on your birthday too. Like it helps yeah. a little bit of that. You know, like I wouldn't have celebrated my birthdays as much if I didn't have that, I guess, in life too, pushing me to do that. Well, you just keep on bragging that you're getting married and I'm single, Sean. I totally didn't mean for it to be. What a weird fucking turn of events. (laughs) As I was saying it in my head, I'm like, oh, Sean, just shut up. But I didn't shut up. This is why you got to go get yourself a girlfriend, Tom. Stop being all single (laughs) and alone, you big old idiot. 
I'll like sound like my father, what he used to say to me when I was thinking, you know, Sean, if you want to find a wonderful lady one day, you'll find that everything in your life makes you so much happier. And he just he would go on tirades. And I was like, shut up, dad. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And then I got with Chris. I was like, okay, yeah, you know what you're talking about. Never mind. Yeah. See, I'm going these tirades, though. Like, I, I firmly believe that, yeah, one day it will happen. I'm just trying to find the right one. And so far. Hey, you don't no, have to explain yourself. To no avail. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, but okay. all in all, it was a decent week, man. No, no big complaints. That's good. Uh, you know, it's, you know, I got calls like, you know, my buddy Addy called me up. Uh, Marty texted me. Morgan forgot. And then only realized the next day, and that was funny. <laughs> um, you know, you, you hear from people, it's nice, yeah, of course. All your faves will reach out to you, which is always nice, yeah. And then, like, it was, a, but it was like a chill week, like, I was off for it, and then I kind of just chilled and did what I wanted to do. And then I treated myself like I get myself a little birthday present every year. This year, I, I went smaller because I'm a man of on a budget, so I didn't yeah. go huge. So, I got myself two things I got myself a new book, which I don't know when I'm going to read it because I have a stack of books. I'm kind of kicking myself for getting it. And then I bought myself a yo-yo. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I got to say, I missed fucking around with yo-yos. I bought it. because like, I got some downtime at work. Okay. It's not the busiest airport. So like, I'm going to fuck around with some yo-yo. I already know like some tricks. Like I can already rock the walk, the dog, the around the world. And I got the, like the, the baby in the cradle and stuff. Yeah, I'm just going to periodically fine. try and get myself a little bit better at it. Try and learn some fancier tricks and all. Why I'm not? Fun. And then I'm just like fucking around playing with a yo-yo today. Everybody needs a shtick when they're at work and you can be yo-yo guy, right? Yeah, I don't mind being yo-yo guy. I mean, no, there's so much downtime and like, yeah, we'll play darts or we all get together and play cards and all that. But like ever, after a little while, like everyone either like, you know, kind of gets quiet. Some people have a nap. I'm not fucking yeah. names. I don't want to fucking throw anyone <laughs> under the bus, but like it gets quiet and like you got to find a way to entertain yourself. You're at work, but there's yeah. no work happening. So yeah, man, I got a fucking yo-yo. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, little things like that can be entertaining for hours on end. And it's something to, like you said, to keep the hands busy, keep the mind engaged. I'm not going to judge you on that one either. That's a good one. Also, like, when did this fad go away? Like, I had to call call four stores about finding a yo-yo. Oh, wow. They used to be everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. And, like, there happened to be one at Toys R Us. Like, I didn't call Toys R Us. I was just the, the mall. I went punching around the mall, and I, like, just went and just checked when I was there. Yeah. But I got to tell you, man, like, fuck. I just really wanted... A yo-yo, and they had four left when I was there. I'm pretty sure I know why. Video games. Video video games have been around forever, though. I know, but now that it's, like, so much more of people's lives and cell phones, too. When you want to have, like, kids fucking in elementary all have cell phones now. Whereas when we were kids, it was like, we needed something. Like, like it's gone now. I don't know. And fidget spinners, too. Kind of, like, probably, like, eliminated that market. I don't know what the big deal with the fidget spinner was. You can't really do crazy tricks with them. It's just like, if I can watch the bitch spin. That's about it. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I got a yo-yo and I'm going to try and get good at it. Perfect. I look forward to seeing how this evolves. Yeah. Maybe I'll put out some videos of me like fucking around with like tricks I can do. And <laughs> oh, here's the eh. 
It sounds like something that could definitely make us go viral. That's for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> That's sweet. Um, do you feel like hearing a Sean rant? Uh, yes, this is why we have the show. So go something ahead. bothers me, like, as of late, Joe Rogan has been really in the limelight for whatever is going on between him and Neil Young and Spotify and blah, 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 all the news and all that shit. I like Joe Rogan. I support a lot of what he talks about. I love a lot of the interviews, but I have a bone to pick with him. And I want to see what, how you feel about this take. Okay. So often Joe Rogan throughout his podcast, when he's joking with his buddies, especially his buddies of a larger, that are of a larger stature, mm-hmm. he always calls them fat fucks. And he seems to have a lot of disrespect towards larger people calling them fat fucks all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I know that Joe Rogan is on TRT replacement therapy, which allows you to have like the chemistry biochemistry of like a 30 year old or or younger 20 year old when it comes to working out and shit like that. So if you look at Joe Rogan, I'd like to propose a, well, I don't know if I need an A, B or C. I'm just going to fucking propose what I'm going to propose. I think Joe Rogan without the TRT replacement therapy would be a fat fuck because he loves food. He talks about that shit all the time. I just can't stop eating, but he works out like a fucking maniac. And the only reason he can keep up working out like a maniac is because of the testosterone replacement therapy. So he's like cheating himself out of becoming a fat fuck. But I just wanted to get this off my chest because it's been bugging me for a while. I do love Joe Rogan. Don't get me wrong. I I respectfully disagree. Do you really? In what sense? I do. I don't think I don't see anything bad behind it because they're his friends. Like, like, so like, as you no, like I'm an avid Burke Kreischer listener. I'm an avid yes. Tom Sakura listener. And he just wants to push them into a healthier state of mind. And Fair I enough. don't see a problem. You know what? I've seen success stories on how people lost weight where a guy's friend would text him every morning going, good morning, you fat fuck. Yeah. And that was the kind of motivation. I got to say, to a certain extent, I think fat shaming kind of works. It can, but it's also like, but, and it's but not it's just also, that. I, you're a beholder. Like, I don't think it's up to you to decide how someone else should feel. Oh, I agree. But what I'm trying to say is like, it's not just his friends. He'll like talk about fat chicks. He'll say and stuff like that. And I just, I think that's I think, I, think they, I, I don't, I don't think. I think he'd be fat if not for the testosterone placement therapy. Can yeah. you at least agree to that? Do you well, think? Yeah, that he, but I would be skinny if it wasn't for all the food and beer. Like I don't understand. If yeah. I had wheels, I'd be a wagon. Like I think you're poking holes about a guy that probably knew that he would be fat without this, and then decided to do something about yeah. it. I just so, think he like, throws I don't a lot think of he's cheating. There's tools out there. He also, he also works hard every day. The fucker's running in fucking those weird fucking shoes that have the toes and stuff. I can't remember, like the like those eight grip shoes or whatever the fuck they're called. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm curious to see how history like, unfolds. Uh, see, like, like, it's also like a thing with fat. realism. Like, I too am a fat person. It, it, yes. Yeah. Secrets fucking out there. <laughs> fucking like. I don't know, man. I I don't. It bothers think it, me. It I, just bothers me because yeah, I, I see why. I can see why he gets called like, on a lot of like other shit that I'm he just got like. Called on a he lot has of no shit. He's having a really it. rough week, to be honest with you. Someone compiled yeah. a whole fucking YouTube thing of him dropping the <laughs> N word. That's tough. Yeah, and he would try to use it in context as like a way to kind of take it back and a way to just like never use it maliciously. But the fact, but if you compile 
a 12 minute video of just you saying the network, there is no good way. There's no way you're coming across as a good guy here. No, it's true. And so he did that. And then he does, and then he's getting in trouble because people think he's promoting misinformation. <laughs> and I don't think that he's doing that either. I, I don't think, think he's, he's doing that either. Like people of an educated perspective, like actual doctors that yeah. go in our cases, we found this. Now I haven't listened to these episodes. No, I pick and choose my Joe Rogan. I've listened to all of them and like I, I like that he always has like no matter what he believes in, he has really good yeah. points as to why he believes in it. And I respect yeah. him. It just that one thing always bothers me is that he's always calling out, out people for that. And I'm just simply stating a fact of life that if he didn't have money, he'd be a fat fuck. Again, I disagree with you. I yeah. don't think that that would be true. I think that he would be finding another way to be in the gym and he was a judo guy he's always been in the the ring doing stuff he was always active man he's always active for sure but like then you lose you lose an edge you're holding a grudge against a guy's success no grudge no grudge just simply pointing out a fact of life that yeah i I afford the the trt therapy like replacement therapy there's no fucking way he could keep working out enough to stop his genes from taking over i don't know man kevin smith found a way to be Turned his whole life around after the heart attack and he's dropped weight. He hikes running Canyon every day. And Mm -hmm. then he, he's down to the skinniest he's been since ever. Yeah, I guess. And and like, I hear enough of his podcast where he's not talking about any of this. He's just found a different route about it. I think that maybe this be coming from a place of, I wish I could. You wish you could what, sir? Like, like I wish I could find a way to lose weight myself maybe yeah i don't know i don't mean to call you out here i just i no, no, you're not calling rants. me i just think it's funny that yeah like i know like with ufc fighters obviously being a big fan i've seen the difference between fighters who are yeah. taking trt get pinched for it and then aren't allowed to take it anymore and you see how their body type yeah. changes so drastically and it's just a funny thing like yeah, the way I, it just bugs me sometimes the way he calls people out that aren't there to defend themselves on it. But like I said, at the same time, I fucking love Rogan. I know he's a comedian. He's just he also does it on public platform. It just bothers me. He also does it on public platform. So, like, you know, it's going to get back to that person. And, like, again, like, he'll make fun of Joey Diaz, Burt Kreischer, like, uh, Tom Segura. And then he's also, but he also backs it up with, like, hey, man, let's do this sober October and we'll do these healthy competitions to see if you guys can lose weight. Hey man, I will give you a hundred thousand dollars if you lose this much weight, which he has done with yeah. these guys. Like as you may see as a negativity, I think I might be viewing as a positivity. I, Fair enough. I can't, I can't side with you here. That's, that's why we call this two sides of the story. Yeah. It just yeah. bothers me. That's all. Yeah. I it's unnecessary. I feel you're going to have you to let it bother you, man. I can't, I can't let you have this one. <laughs> I'm taking it either way. <laughs> but I do yeah. listen to his podcast and I am a fan of his. Like yeah. I've been watching Rogan since News Radio when that show was on TV. Great show. Like right from the get-go. So Phil Hartman, R- RIP. Yeah. Yeah. Some, no, no, it was great. Um yeah, man. And he's in the hot water for other things. Like Joe Rogan is gonna be successful. And like, I don't know, man. I find a lot of people who aren't Joe Rogan fans are shitting on Joe Rogan and it's just easy to do. The people who aren't Joe Rogan fans though, they just see the little clips 
and anything can be taken out of context if you and, just and, have a little clip. And that's the thing that stand-up com- comedians have to deal with all the time. They, yeah. the, I don't understand because like their job is comedian. Their job is to make people laugh. And yet people take things that they say as gospel, which is yeah. not what they're there to do. They go, hey, man, I found this peculiar and funny. Let me present it to you this way. And I think we will all laugh. And then one person, like, if, but if you read a joke, if you read a joke, not a fucking funny read. Yeah, no, that's very true. It's all I find about it funny. The, the way you're saying it, how you're saying it, what's the context of all this? And like, like, it, it's crazy. Like, even if you said like the amount of times I've offered to murder someone because of a minor <laughs> inconvenience, if that got held up in court, I would be going to jail. Yeah, you can't take everything for verbatim. That's yeah. for damn sure. Yeah, like uh, like my buddy today was like, "Hey man, do you want to do this?" And I was like, uh, uh, "I can't." Oh, well, you want me to kill that person for you? No, like, like, but it's a joke, and I'm not actually a murderer. But like, but if like the wrong person hears it, oh, oh, geez, I think Thomas might kill a person. Oh, like, I, I don't know, man. Like, it, it's these things. And what I do like about Joe Rogan is that he has his podcast to kind of learn and be better, yeah, and get like a full education on shit he knows nothing about. Which he starts off everything by going, "I don't know, yeah, anything. I'm an idiot." I'm a moron. Pretty much. Please explain this to me, someone who's educated. And he has every right to bring an actual doctor. An actual doctor. <laughs> Let's study the shit. I love the hype about it because I've heard it like from a few people now who are like, oh, fuck that. I can't believe that guy. And I'm like, okay, hey, come on, guys. Like, let's be realistic. You don't know yeah. what the fuck you're talking about. And people yeah. who listen, like, he is like a lot of what has happened in the last couple of years has affected his show in such a weird way yeah. because of like CNN calling him out. And he's got like this news broadcaster who's trying to go to war with him in certain ways, but he yeah. has a way fucking bigger audience and yeah. they don't like that. He has that power. So now he's getting attacked on different fronts. And, and it's like, this whole like media thing where Joe, no one's going to stop Joe from finding fucking answers and shit. And no. then I, I kind of do start to believe that the media is a little bit fucking Oh, yeah. Suspect. Oh, 100%. It's funny, yeah. like, the whole Neil Young thing. I am a Neil Young fan. I do like Neil Young's music. Yeah. But it's like, I, I saw this funny meme that made me think of it. It said, people 18 to 31, who's Neil Young? People 31 to 60, Neil Young's still alive. And people 60 plus, what's Spotify? Yeah. And it's it just made me laugh because I'm like, that's so fucking true. Like, you're going to threaten to pull your music. Like, I guess you got to do what you got to do, man. But yeah, no man, one's going to fucking like, care I, nowadays. Like, listen, if you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for everything. Yeah, pretty much. And you know what? Good for good for Neil Young for having a stance. But I do think there's a lot of misunderstanding going on. And 100%. I think it's people taking the wrong stance on the shit. It's weird, too, for someone to, like, take a stance without all the information. Because like even like even the stuff with the convoy that's going on in Ottawa, yeah, and I don't really want to talk about because I know absolutely no, we don't want to get super political, but no, no, no but like tough. But I also don't know where I fall because every single time I hear something like, okay, this makes sense, then yeah. something else happens that I disagree with, and then I and I go back and forth all the time of just like, hey man, like, like do I want to keep wearing a mask and have to show an, a fucking piece of paper just so I can have a sandwich somewhere? No, I don't. I think yeah. it's stupid. And I think like being vaccinated should be enough. Yeah. But also, also, I'm not a doctor. 
I'm not a doctor. Yeah. There's reasons why I listen to them. If a doctor told me, sorry, sir, you're going to have to dip your nuts in a vaccine, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Because they're a doctor. They're the people I cheated on in fucking grade nine biology. Of course, I'm going to listen to these fuckers. Pretty There's much. a reason why I'm not who they are. But like, I don't know, man. Like, all of this stuff is so infuriating now. And I also don't <laughs> like the fact that you're using this stance as like a good idea as a protest. And then we see a, a, a Terry, uh, a Terry Fox statue holding an upside down flag and no mandate. Like, that's fucking disgusting to me. And then I also see like, anti-gay and anti-this and like Nazis and I don't know if it's propaganda and people that are doing it just to get a fucking rise and show it's on the other side I just know all I know is that if you're for freedom you're for fucking all of it you're you're, freedom means everything just like so if you have anti anything then you're not for freedom exactly that's what's so challenging about all of like I guess humans all it boils down to humans trying to live together. Every fucking human has different opinions. And when you group them together and like, what is it for at any given time? Like it's confusing for sure. It can be confusing. Although like something came out of this recently, which I would say is one of my favorite pandemic memories, which we, it's just a simple story. Me and Kieran were in a Mac store or some shit like that, getting Slurpees a week ago. And he all of a sudden pulled down his mask to look at me and went honk honk. And I was like, what? And he was like joking. Like he was supporting the uh, convoy by pulling his mask down for a sec. He put it right back on obviously. And I was like, that is fucking hilarious. So a couple times (laughs) I walked by some lady in Walmart the other day and she didn't have her mask on. And under my breath, after we passed, I was like, honk, honk. And it's just fucking hilarious to me. It's not any like thing. Yeah. It's, and I don't like, I don't know what I support these days because it's very dull and very confusing, it is. but it's just at the end of the day, like you said, I'm going to do what I'm told to. Yeah. Like I want to travel, but I also want to spend $200 on a fucking PCR test just so I can go watch a fucking hockey game. Yeah. It's like, right now, like right now, like the NHL in Canada no one can go to a fucking hockey game. Yeah. It's disgusting. Where does it end? Like, well, ultimately. and that's the thing is, where does it end? Like, all these mandates and all this stuff. You know what? Maybe we let, I, I, I'm starting to start to feel like, hey, man, we've been doing it your way for a few years. Why don't we just let it go? Yeah. Just see what happens. I know. But it's a, okay, keep trying with the medicine and all that stuff, but like, let's just live a little bit. Pretty people, much. People are going to die. I'm sorry, but like, yeah. we're not. Like, I know cancer doesn't spread to person to person, but like, I don't know, AIDS spreads person to person. We're not locking those fuckers down. What's confusing about right now, too, is the whole Omicron, because it's not as bad, it seems like, based on the numbers across the world. And I'm like, should we be having fucking Omicron parties right now to build up immunity so this shit can Like, I don't know what the fuck. Well, and then I'm talking to people like at work, the guys, the guys like want to get it so then they can be exempt from 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 doing the pcrs and shit like no i've had it i'm good i've i got the antibodies i'm living the best life like so like again i don't know where i stand on this shit no it's so confusing like i and then like you know you got people that only watch cnn or only watch fox news and like i don't watch the news at all all (laughs) i know is like i I just i want to live i just want to live my life and i would love to live again my big thing when i got vaccinated was like one my work told me i had to if i wanted to keep my job and i like my job so fine whatever fair trade two i really like going to bars 
Yeah. That's a big part of your life for sure to take that away is yeah. the funny part. Like I don't often go out to bars all that much. And like, I've been to a few restaurants in the last little while, which obviously needed the vaccine passport, but it wasn't the end of the world to me. I just did it because I was like, if it's what you're telling me we need to do in order to get free again. And like the fucked up part about all of this is I guarantee you I'm sweeping declaration right now by June 21st, the start of summer, it's all going to be gone again. Like it was last summer. Oh, which is yeah. Like I, I can't, I can't do this again. I just no. like, if, if we keep on repeating this shit, I like, someone's got to admit, like, I want some government official to be like, you know what? We tried like, yeah, we tried. It didn't work pretty much just let it ride with humans it is what well, it they is did in the uk like yeah they, a lot just, of places like, then they just blow the whistle and like hey we did our best with the mask all right we really tried you know we got vaccinations we put hand sanitizer and sanitizer fucking everywhere yeah uh, like i and don't like know people man. still who are really afraid of it they can still protect themselves yeah. you know what i mean like don't have people over fucking wear masks where like no one's gonna judge you like on yeah. that too, right yeah. like that's what i'm just like i loved you know how much I fucking love karaoke and like the last little while I've been struggling obviously with my mom dying and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I would love to go to a fucking karaoke bar and just scream my fucking lungs out for a couple hours. But I just like, am I even allowed to do that right now? Are they even open anymore? I don't fucking know. Yeah. So I, yeah, it is, it's, it's just infuriating. Like I miss live music. I miss, Oh yeah. I miss like, I want to be able to sit at the bar and then when my table's ready, go to somewhere else and not have it be a fucking issue for sure i want to travel i want to walk into a walmart with a cup of coffee and do whatever i'm doing or I miss a cup that. Of coffee while i'm doing my grocery shopping i miss that, was that. My favorite thing about the safeway in edmonton because it was brilliant i'd stop at the starbucks right away go get myself a latte and then I do my grocery shopping. It was yeah. it was peaceful to me. Like I'd have my list, I have my coffee, I listen to a podcast in the ears, and then I just mosey around and do that stuff. Here, there's no like coffee shop like in the grocery store. Like I can go to Tim Hortons before I go gallivanting around or to McDonald's grab a coffee or something, yeah. which I have done. Like, but like, but I don't want to. Hold on. Okay. Here we go. Like, I just, I'm tired of it. I'm so yeah. tired of it. And me too, like, buddy. I just, you know, like, give me the booster. Give me, like, again, like, I'll go swimming in a fucking vaccine if you want. <laughs> I don't give a shit. No, and but that's like, what's at like. At one point or another, like, something's got to give here. It's true. It's true. It's got to be coming. And then, like, people are tired. People want to see people. People want, like, Quebec just got out of a fucking lockdown with. Not just like bars closing, but also with a 10 o'clock curfew. And it is fucking sad. We just got out of like a two week lockdown. Like just bars just opened up last Saturday. And yeah, everyone, that's crazy. Like, everyone's mood is a little bit better. But holy fuck, like it hurts people. Like you can't go get a beard in Erica. Like, it's hurting livelihoods. It is. Like, yeah. One way or another, you got to be like, fuck, man, this is like, it's just not working. It's just hurting like mental health in general, too. You know, like the up and down, up and down, up and down. It's like, fucked, man. Yeah, like I have friends that won't get vaccinated and whatever, teach their own. But like, but like, I don't know, man. I just. It would be nice to have some freedom back to make our. I don't understand. I don't understand why they give us a thing to be like, all right, also no more freedoms, though. Like we have like you're vaccinated, but also. Yeah. And like, I never got it. 
Like, I'm not even one of those fuckers who go, ah, oh, yes, no, I had it when it first happened. I'm pretty sure. No, no, I, I never got it. I've no, me neither. Felt, I haven't felt sick once. Like, I've. No, I've been good. Yeah. Lucky. A lot of people around me have, but yeah. somehow avoided the fucking shit so far. Yeah, sometimes I feel like I have a sore throat and turns out I'm just thirsty. Yeah. I mean, it would be curious to see because some people have had zero symptoms. It'd be curious to see like an well, I know, I know people that had it and got knocked on their fucking ass. There's a girl yeah, I work with. She had ways. it. She got knocked on her ass. My my buddy, he had it and it threw him through a fucking loop. Uh, like um, I have a friend. She got it early on. Uh, she was a teacher. I think she's still recovering from it. She got it like a year yeah. ago. Like I, but then like maybe maybe I'm genetically superior. Maybe we have signs are just just the be. best. But like I don't know, man. And like I really hope that me saying I haven't got it, like fucking knock on wood. I don't want <laughs> it. But like, like I don't like it. Uh, yeah, I'm just. I did something right. this past Friday that uh, we haven't done in since the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, and it was so fucking nice. We went to a public swimming pool. And went what? swimming, and it was so fucking like relaxing. Obviously, Where'd like you the go, shit like the YMCA, or it was uh, in one of the pools in St. Albert. They're still open. Okay, so it was just nice. Like it's so relaxing swimming, and just like we hadn't done it in a couple of years because you know you don't know, and like obviously you have to show your vaccine passport now to get in. There was maybe like fifteen people in the whole pool, so it was super dead. But it was just so like. It's been a tough couple of weeks. It was really nice to just yeah. relax and fucking swim around a swimming pool, like get some physical work in and get a soap. Just enjoy. I like just floated in the pool. I covered my ears and just floated there on the top of the water in the deep end for like 20 minutes, probably just in my in a daze, like needed that time, you know. And it's little the tiny little things that we've missed like that, where I didn't realize how bad I was missing it until I did it and was like fuck yeah no man i get that like and like there's little things that you gotta do for your own like your self-care like especially nowadays like self-care is like kind of fucking important of just like to get through the fucking day like yeah like i have beer in the fridge at all times i don't drink at home ever if i do i'm facetiming friends or something like or like the only time i have beer is if someone's coming over or um facetiming buddies i don't yeah. like and even then like i was facetiming morgan we had a beer together and then like the phone just like crapped out on me for a second and then like he facetimed me again he was like so what'd you do for like that hour where things were weird uh, i was like chill he goes you have a few more beers i'm like no man like i wasn't talking to you so no i didn't have a, like, i'll grab another one but like yeah. Are you like that too? Like, do you like? I guess you're around Crystal at the end of the day. Do you guys like have like a drink to wind down? No, I'm not a big drinker at all. Like, yeah, I, I like to socially drink to get fucking have fun and get fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> I don't mean to sound that in a bad way, yeah. but it's just to me, like, I know a lot of people who get home from work, pour a drink every single night, have a couple drinks. You know, it's yeah. not me. I just I don't love the taste of alcohol. If I'm drinking, it's to have fun and like to go to a party or let's get some liquid courage to go sing or do some shit. Like mm -hmm. I don't just sit around and drink beers and like drinking by myself. I've done it pre-drinking to go to a party. I'll have a couple beers to get loose or whatever, but I'm not, I don't need to drink. I don't want to drink. Yeah. You know? So that's the thing. Like, I'll have that. I'll have beer in my fridge. Like there's occasions like I don't mind cracking a beer to watch a hockey game, but I'll have yeah, one. That can be fun, yeah. Or, or like 
but again like i much i find drink like drinking is a company thing for and sure so, like i don't know i got like wine in the fridge i got like whiskey I, wine in the fridge. i got wine in my cupboard i got whiskey in the cupboard don't touch them yeah and then i got like beer in the fridge and like i'll and again like i'll only have that a if it's been like a particularly hectic day and i just want to have a beer and unwind but the other than that like there is very rarely where like i'm drinking yeah no it makes sense i have like a full bar like a fucking complete full bar every different kind of fucking shooter and alcohol you could think of and i haven't drinking since uh new year's not even a sip of alcohol since then so that's fair i need to get drunk though i i wouldn't say the word need oh i feel like i need to fucking you need to unwind yeah i need to get fucked up (laughs) i need to like pound some i was almost ready this weekend but like me when i'm going through tough times in my life i never turn to like vices i never turn to alcohol i want to go through and i want to feel everything i want to go through the process i do the same thing yeah if i if shit's ever hitting the fan for me i i lay off the fucking sauce yeah that's kind of where i'm at right now but i i started to feel a little bit like friday night i was like oh maybe and then we went swimming instead and then i was like uh saturday and now i don't fucking want to wake up sunday feeling like crap so maybe next weekend i'll tie a few on have a little bit of a couple friends over or something do something that's fair um i've been slowly getting through season two of enterprise i'm not as into it as i was the other shows which is fair enough there are some good ones like i got to the borg episode that was fucking dope interesting Uh, the first contact tie-in hey yeah yeah it was like it was really good um i do gotta like do they ever address when entertainment stopped no because this bothers me to no end of just here we are at the highest peak of technology yet they're on the enterprise and they're watching bride of frankenstein (laughs) they're watching the day the earth stood still the original yeah i think like there has to be someone who is on the production staff who just loved these old films and wanted to make them popular again and had to like squeeze it in there. Cause where the fuck is the new content? It's like you, you know, said, what? even then where is the like subtly older content? Yeah. Like, no mention of James Bond, no mention of star Wars. Like I get that. Like you don't mention star Wars and star Trek, but we can all admit that there has been entertainment throughout history. And then yeah. we get into, uh, uh, we get into like TNG where they're fucking doing recitals, recitals, yeah. uh, classical music, which is fine. It's very good music. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not shitting on it. But like the closest thing to a modern age we got was the lounge singer in Voyager. Yeah. What oh, so ha- there. Well, there was in Discovery. They had like the party in season two i want to say where it was like a pump and party with like fancy music and aliens dancing and shit so like they're starting to get back into what you're trying to say where it's like what the fuck do you guys do with your time yeah, but even then like they don't even mention this shit like there, there's like the highest form of entertainment on the holodeck and tng is sherlock holmes yeah or uh or um it's not dick tracy but it's some uh some other fucking what's that I know it's the gumshoe with 
Picard and yeah, 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 like, 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 I get it, and I get like you fall for the classics. Like he's like he he can quote Picard can quote Moby Dick, and he's like he brings these big old books when he's going to Riza and shit. But like, no, I understand it didn't exist then, but like it existed later. Like no one's a Harry Potter fan. You could explain away some no, of no, this. No one, no one, no one likes The Hobbit or Lord of the Rings. I, I can like possibly cheaply explain away some of this. Dude, I need something because there's okay, so no in logic. The night, in the, I think it's supposed to be around the 2000s. Obviously, the timeline's been fucked up because Gene Roddenberry told us all about so the eugenic wars never happened. But in the Star Trek universe, the eugenic wars happened and they were fighting with like cons group of people around now basically they fucking destroyed like a th- over a third of the world or over two thirds of the world's population and all of the technology that went along with it so the time of Zephyr and Cochran you saw in like First Contact where they're kind of like almost like rebuilding but they still have all the techn- technological knowledge so I propose that at that time is when all of that portion of history got fucked up and the world was too focused on trying to get back to where it was once they met the Vulcans that a lot of that content from like 1960s all the way, like they still had all the classic books, examples and libraries and museums and shit like that. But a lot of the like digital content was completely destroyed during the eugenic wars. And so they knew of it, but they lost it too because there was like nuclear fallout across the globe at that time. I'm okay with that answer. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah, it's a it's an explanation in ways. Yeah, because like, and then as technology advanced, we got holodecks, and then we're like, well, we can live through it. And then there all of a sudden became a little bit of nostalgia to go back to film, and that's why you see it on the ships because they're like, well, I want to watch something in two D instead of like being within it all the time because yeah. you actually have to do shit if you're doing that. And so then they went back to see what they had left in the database, and it was all stuff like. 60s and pre because that's what had been hard copied and saved in the museums at the time in the vaults all right man i can appreciate that answer okay fair enough that would explain a gap in knowledge there right? it, it kind of is so that's all i kind of needed it was just like i don't know it's how i view musicals like it's really hard for me to enjoy a musical when like there's no reason for everyone to be singing yeah is like I have a big issue with that. However, when you bring in like the Buffy musical, there is a demon that when he comes to town, he's the song and dance demon, and then uh, everyone just falls under his spell. Cool. It made Magic. perfect sense. Cool. Or yeah. Scrubs. This lady's having a brain issue, and it's causing everything she sees and hears to come out into song. Cool. Brain's fucked up. That that's all Makes I need sense. to know. Yeah. yeah. Like. I'm cool with that. Like you give me something like a bit of a believable answer. I'm into it. Yeah. Well, hopefully that helps. It does. It's not <laughs> great, but it does. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's funny with stuff like that. I understand what you're saying because it's hard. Like there's certain leaps of faith that we're asked to take when, the, when someone's telling a story, but sometimes those gaps are too wide where you're just like, well, even then, on. like they don't, they don't really go over the eugenics war. Really? They just kind of said it happened. Yeah, well, they, like, touch on it at times. And I'm still waiting for the episode where they explain Klingons. That's the one episode I'm waiting for, and then I'm giving up on Enterprise. Because <laughs> I don't, like, I don't think Archer's that great of a captain. Yeah, it's very new. Uh, you gotta see, so where you're, 
in season two, but how far in are you? I'm close to the end of season two. Excellent. Yeah. It's- I find like to me, I had to fucking fight to get through season one and two. It was painful. I was like, I hate Jonathan Archer. This is fucking stupid. I hate Tripp's stupid accent. The fuck Mayweather, the fucking pilot. He's just a little bitch who's like just a little bitch. And it just bothered me. Malcolm, too, like this English. Oh, I'm better than other. Like, it just bothers me. I like Toshi. She's a cool linguist. I like the idea of the linguist. And I like I do, I do find that she's just able to figure out a language way too quickly. Like, yeah, in, inexplicable. How like and also <laughs> also. Fuck them for the pressure they put on her. I hate it so much. Like, Tosha, we need you to figure out what they're saying. Bitch, I just heard this language. You, yeah. Do you have any idea what they're saying? No, you don't. Give me a fucking minute here. Pretty much, I yes. Get, like, I get so angry when they get so upset with her for not figuring it out right away. Oh, <laughs> she couldn't figure out the clicking and the clacking of a new language? Fucking take a seat, Archer, and figure it out. Jesus Christ. I find like in season three, like coming into it without giving you any spoilers, but there's a little more desperation at times in some of the characters, which really helps a lot of the characters to grow into people that you can see yourself in. And like, yeah. it just, it, it gets better. I, and I do find because of like the, the first explorers, there's like so much gullibility. Yeah. There's all this like, we're explorers, so we're really hoping that you're a good guy. Welcome to the Enterprise. Oh, shit, you weren't a good guy. Oh, no. <laughs> and then, like, we just got to deal with that. Like, That's why like, I was so against it at the beginning, too. Like, no transporters, like, barely shields, no torpedoes. Like, it's just fucked up going back in time and yeah. technology-wise that we got used to, right? Yeah. Shitty uniforms. Yeah, you got to remember, too, Deep Space Nine ended, like, on that cliffhanger. And then they gave us enterprise right after and it was like what a few years apart no maybe but not not many 97 i think or 98 is when it ended and it was on by 2000 so maybe two years but it was just you were left wanting more because you're like they're gonna make a ds9 movie we're gonna find out what and then none of those movies happen and instead they fucking regurgitated enterprise let's go back in time by 200 years how how nuts will you go if Avery Brooks shows up in Picard. I'd be pretty sick. I'd like to. I, I, I know that if he does, they'll do it justice. So I'm then, comfortable they, with you're going to have him aged, or do you think they're going to do that Marvel technology? They could do it. That's for sure. I mean, it would be interesting to see if they aged him. What it, that looks like. What it looks like. Like we don't know. Too. We could. They could say. You know. Well, 15 years ago, when the Cisco came back, they don't have to give us like right the scene where he comes back. They he could have come back already, but they're no longer in the Bajoran system because of this, that, or the other. Blah 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 blah. It's going to take some creative writing here, is what you're saying. Most likely, what I would like to see is a tie-in from Discovery. Mm-hmm. That would be even cooler if the Cisco appears in Discovery, like in a thousand years in the future. Yeah, instead of Picard, like let it ride out for that much longer where he's like returns or something well, and is like his normal yeah. self. The one thing that we have going for us is that there is a lineage between Picard and Cisco, right? So there's that, like yeah. they've met. For sure. There's a line there that is. Drawn and that's what me. I think is going to be fun about this. It's that you can, like, have you been watching the book of Boba Fett at all? 
No, I still got to finish Mandalorian season two, and then I'm on to that. I, I gotta tell you, man, it is. It's like watching Dave Filoni and John Favreau and Robert Rodriguez just picking up Star Wars toys and playing with them. Like and like, ah, and then this guy's gonna, and we're gonna do this, and then oh, he's gonna have this kind of ship, and you're like, you're using that ship, and you're gonna put him in it. That's fucking cool. Why not? Oh, and then he's gonna be doing like it's it's just it's guys having fun with characters I love. Like I, I know that I've been mentioning- you're saying you like it. I'm not sure which way you're coming. I'm, from I'm saying I love it. I I'm, okay. I I thought you were making fun of it at first. It's just a bunch of fucking guys playing no, with Star no, Wars man. toys. I, I thought I was taking this is what it I love because like it's what okay. I would probably do if I was in charge of Star Wars. Okay. Like, like I feel like they're asking themselves, like, what would George want to do if this was the 70s? Yeah. And then they just do that. And nice. it's fun, and there's these, like, I'm not sh- sure if you saw season one of The Mandalorian. There's a lot of jokes yeah. about how the stormtroopers can't hit shit. Of course, yeah. And, like, there's, like, a scene, it's like, have you even hit anything? And like, and then they place a can and they miss. Like, yeah. it's fucking hilarious to me. Like, I, I, I'm having so much fun with this. Like, we, I'm, I'm a fan of this Dark Wars podcast. Not only have I been a guest, but, like, even before I was a guest, I was a fan of it. They seem to be shitting on it a little bit, and I want to talk to them about that because I am of the thing. I'm just like, I'm having fun with this. Like, yeah, we're already like, especially the book of Boba Fett. You're getting way more Boba Fett than we got in the movies at all. Yeah, I'm like, curious so about like, it for sure. I feel like people are having. A, I guess like if you read into Star Wars or if you read the novels or if you <laughs> dig deep on Clone Wars and all that stuff. You're probably entitled to another opinion of the character. But fuck, man. Going from like, oh, man, that guy looks cool. I hope they do something awesome with him one day. And then he just gets eaten in the Sarlacc pit to like, holy shit, here we go. Something's happening. And then like, it's a cool story. And they like, like, I really want you to get through the Mandalorian because you are going to fucking come all over the place with joy when you realize what they're doing. Yeah. And then they, when you realize what's happening with the bu- book of Bubba Fett, like this has made this has been so much fun for me. Like there's like talk about the story being slow and all that stuff. I don't think so, man. I think you needed there's things about this that you need. And the beautiful thing about it is that there's probably more coming just because this is season yeah. one. Like let it fucking like sink in that we're getting a show about Boba Fett that no one knew we would ever get. And here we are. For sure. I did like that. Like Mandalorian was such an interesting ride season one to take because you don't know what to expect. You don't yeah. know what story they're trying to tell at first. And as you said, like there was aspects of it where I could understand why people were shitting on it, saying it was slow going, but it paints this world and the music and everything like that goes into yeah. it. Like, I like that about the detail of Mandalorian season one, like all the small things that they did made it so like cool and just a realistic little world that they painted and i imagine both effects the same way i i really can't wait for you to get into it like i i know you're you're not like you don't have all the time in the world to like i get four days off i am single <laughs> and like i do whatever the fuck i did yeah, i'll hammer do. out i'll hammer it out i'll squeeze in episodes here and there yeah because honestly man it's fantastic and another show i need you to get into peacemaker peacemaker uh did you it's a wrestler i'm probably not gonna watch that oh no 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 no! ignore the fact that it's a wrestler because this is probably some of the best tv i have ever watched pound for pound action hilarity 
just if if you watch it for anything, it's because it's James Gunn. Yeah, I'll give it a try. James Gunn did the the, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Uh, he's he has like a whole like caveat like catalog of movies he did before he got into the superhero stuff. I gotta say, man, this guy is creative. He's like. Uh, I started watching some of his backlog stuff. He has this alien movie he did with Michael Rooker and Nathan Fillion and Elizabeth. Um, Shoe. No, the <laughs> she's the blonde chick, Elizabeth. Um, uh, it's going to bother me. Yeah. But, um, but like they have all this stuff uh, and it's just creative and it's my kind of movie. And then I'm going into the show Peacemaker where it's just like a really douchey Captain America who says things like, I'll, I'll, all I want is peace and I don't care who I have to kill to get it. And then like the storyline's incredible. Like say what you will about John Cena being a wrestler. He is yeah. incredible in this. I will yeah. state my reputation. He is incredible in this. They let him improvise. He looks like there's fun. They have a, th- like, like, you know how shows used to have like theme music and then like, that they do that but it is a choreographed dance to hair metal is brilliant like i you know like i you know like i'll watch like a common show like like how i met your mother eventually i'm gonna skip through the fucking thing on that yeah i have not once skipped the theme the entrance theme because I love watching them do the dance. I think it's hilarious. It has nothing to do with the show. And it's fun. John Cena has John Cena's character has a pet eagle named Eagly. And I think that's ridiculous. And it's super well trained. It's just so much fun. It seems super bonkers based on what I've seen so far. Like it's a slapstick joke of it. You know what I mean? That's what I took from what I've seen of it. That's I, why I was like, we'll see if I check it or not. Sean. Watch it beginning to end, you will not be upset. I I'll give it a try at some point. So good. What is that stream on? It's on Crave. Crave, okay, nice. If for our American listeners, if you're out there, HBO Max. But like, it's incredible. Like, I huh. I I look forward to it every Thursday. I I'm enjoying it so much. Nice. That I, like, I think it's only going to be eight episodes or whatever it is. But God bless you, James Gunn. This is some of the, like it's one of the most fun shows I've ever set like seen in forever. But nice. again, I tend to like lean towards the more ridiculous. Like I love Friends. ridiculous stuff. Yeah. Like because like when people take big swings and you go for like like you know me like I love the Angel episode where he gets turned into a fucking yeah. puppet. That is amazing television to me because you're trying something weird and you're getting away with it. A funny We're... story to tie into this. You recommended something to me. I never actually talked to you about this yet, but you just reminded me. You re- you recommended something to me that was so fucking ridiculous and you oversold it in such a way that you were like, it's so fucking good. You're going to love it. It's fucking great. And I was like, I, I started watching it and I was like, what? the fuck is this thomas and i i only got maybe half an hour in 45 minutes and i stopped it because i was like i can't fucking do this anymore do you want me to tell you what it is you might be outraged by this next comment but it was the bo burnham comedy special that had dropped with him singing and doing weird shit during the pandemic like really 
I, I could not, I couldn't fucking do it, Thomas. I tried so hard, but it was just you weird. You were the first and I was person, like, you're literally the first person that I have spoken to about this special that couldn't get through it. It didn't do it for me. I I don't know why. I just, I couldn't, like, I don't know him at all prior to I, this. That's probably well. why. Because if you go, could like, be. he is a song and dance man. Like, all yeah. of his shows, where he became famous, started on YouTube, just writing ridiculous songs like New Math and, like, I'm Boyo and all this right. stuff. And then he's had, like, two other specials. Like, you can probably try Make Happy. Maybe you would enjoy yeah, that. Yeah, maybe I'll start from the beginning and see how it goes. But by that, like, he already has his shtick going, I guess, yeah. to, like, by this point. But to me, I was just like, what the fuck like, thomas because like what i loved about the pandemic like that thing was it was done by himself during the pandemic and you got raw emotion you got creativity like like you didn't even did you hear the song like facetime with my mom tonight i think so yeah and, and like, didn't that like make you think of just like how infuriating it is to facetime with any other adult uh yeah it was like i don't know i just it or didn't, like it or didn't white white woman's instagram didn't do it for you at all it just didn't hit i don't know what oh, to tell man. You. like at the time i know like it's funny i took this long to talk to you about it because it just yeah. you know went to the back of my mind but i yeah. was like what the fuck is this yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but again like that's what, like my thing it's like i lean t- more towards the, the ridiculous the more imaginative something is and the more like out there the strings are it's kind of like why i like nick cage as an act excuse me why I like Nick Cage as an actor so much because like for all the stuff he does amazingly well there's also stuff that's fucking terrible but also you can't have but the thing that I can always give the guy is that he is giving his all all the time for better or worse he plays into the terrible really well in certain ways too right if you know that you're getting categorized and you run in that category it's kind of funny yeah so I don't know man I think it's it's where i lean but i i really watched if you don't get hooked over the first episode of peacemaker yeah maybe have you watched the recent uh uh suicide squad the most recent no i that's also on h uh on crave okay so i would watch that that. watch that and then watch the first episode of peacemaker because i think you'll find joy in it like that's that's, that's what i really think you're gonna do and that's what I found, like, like through all the, the swearing and the explosions and the weird deaths and the, because and at its core, at its core, it's this beautiful story of a guy that doesn't want to be an asshole anymore. <laughs> he wants to be the good guy. But then they, but also they put shit like random DC stuff in canon. Like Batmite is now canon in the DC universe because they mention it in this show and then they explain it. Interesting. So it's like all this stuff becomes canon and it's exciting. And I just love the fact that it it's James Gunn. It, 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 if I go, it's James Gunn playing with the toys of the, what, what's that place in uh, uh, Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer, the, oh, the Island of the Misfit toys. Yeah. I think it's it's him playing with the island of misfit DC characters and having a fucking blast doing it. And I can say, like, to lean to what you're saying, all of the content that I've watched out of DC over the last five years has been amazing. You know, I've enjoyed ninety nine percent of it. So yeah. I'll give it a try. I, I, I oh, Sean, I wholeheartedly 
recommend you check this out. I'm behind on the DC universe. Like I wanted to watch the Suicide Squad 2 where they had that. I got to watch the Joker too. I think it's, is it the Joker? Is that what it's called? With, with Joaquin? Yeah. 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 I want to see that too. You haven't seen that yet? No, no. I haven't gotten around to it. Dude, it's uh It was pretty like. It's a, it's a, it's an interesting flick. Yeah. It's not what you think it's going to be. And then it, and then it becomes, it, it, it's hard to pin down is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's worth a watch for everyone's told me. So, so I saw someone weird the other day when I was out buying my yo-yo. Now I'm in Toys R Us. I'm perusing and I pick up my yo-yo and I like, it got like, I'm going through the aisles trying to talk myself out of not buying action figures. Of course. And uh, I see a guy walk in. He's walking with a limp. And, like, you know, upon inspection, I see, like, he's rocking a knee brace and all that stuff. You know, poor guy, whatever. Yeah. Don't think too much of it. But here's the thing. You know what that guy bought? Just had a a guess. Lego. No, he bought Twister. (laughs) Oh, weird. Right? Like, I kind of wanted to stop him and ask him. I'm like, hey, man, like, <laughs> are you just, you're in no condition to be playing this game. You should have looked at him and been like, honk, honk. I, I guess. You don't have a choice. You want to do it, even if it's wrong, <laughs> even if you want to hurt yourself possibly playing this game, honk, honk, bro. I, I just, like, it was so, <laughs> like, I wanted, like, I wish he wasn't three people ahead of me in line. I just want to be like, dude, why? Yeah. Is, is this a gift? <laughs> Like I, not to knock you anything, but like here you are walking around with a limp, and you're gonna play Twister, dude. This is not the game for you. Go get Connect Four. I'll show you where it is. Yeah, no, that's a very valid point. That's pretty funny to notice yeah, something I, like that. It was my favorite thing that I noticed, and like other people, like I don't know. I do enjoy good people watch. Yeah. Also, I saw a girl like have your hair however you want, but what I found ludicrous to me is that her hair went so far. I do not think she could see. <laughs> it just went so far above where her eyes were. If she's not blind, it's impeded by pink, like pink hair. Like, like make a statement all you want, wear whatever you want, power to you. But like, don't bump into shit. Like if you're it's bumping, a, like, yeah, that's a little crazy. It's the like same that. with like the cool guys who wear their hats really yeah. really low around their eyes and you're like oh, those you guys just... are up to something that, that's yeah. a damn those guys don't want to be seen and they're up to something yeah they're well, impeding so much of their vision though too right yeah like i i just found it so ridiculous i was like listen like have your hair however you want but like you don't have to impede your vision to make a statement like that's funny this is i just thought it was like i wanted and i also wanted to stop and go i wanted to go excuse me can you see <laughs> It's hard to like, as we are comedians, the two of us at times, it's hard not to see life from a comedic perspective and to give someone a comedic comment yeah. like that, where it could help them. She's like, you know what? Fuck me. I haven't, I can't see. And then she cuts her bangs and she can see again. I, I'm pretty sure the appropriate response that I would have gotten, plus they're like teenage girls. I would have probably heard fuck off. Yeah. Like, I think that's the main thing I probably would have heard that day. Pretty much. Um, I also need I need a favor from you while you're in Edmonton. What's up? You're aware that the Edmonton Oilers have a mascot. Yes. I need his Funko Pop. I'll keep an eye out. Because I just got the UP one from Montreal. 
Oh, nice. And I want, like, I don't want to get players because I feel, but I do like the mascot. So I would like to have that as a show, my show of support for said team. And I'll keep an eye out for sure. Please and thank you. Where does one buy Funko Pops? I've seen them around. Toys R Us, Walmart, EV Games, GameStop. Gotcha. I'll keep an eye out. Yeah. Yeah, I have one Funko Pop. I got it for a pre- for a present, and I'll hold on to it forever. But it's Jordy the Forge. It's the only nice, one. Nice, that's a good one. I don't yeah. have I don't have any Star Trek Funko. I have a bunch. I gotta get some Star Trek ones. Yeah, it, it's. But like, like like what I like is that I always get characters that are important to me. So I may not get like the star or whatever, but like I like the obscure. Like the first Funko Pop I ever got was. Uh, Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park, but he's all injured in an open shirt and it's just nice. sexy Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, I got one of those. Yeah, I could see using like like finding the characters to help express your collection in the right way, right? Exactly. Right? I haven't had any that have spoken to me too much. And I feel like it's a slippery slope. Like the It is. Star There's Trek so plate. many of them. It's like the Star Trek collector plates for me. It's so like if I get too deep and like I buy a fungal pop because I like, oh cool, walking dead one. Oh cool, a Spider-Man. Oh cool. And then I have like 60,000 fucking fungal pop heads where I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna do? And like I I don't love the look of the design because it's so like rudimentarily dialed down. And there's not like it's yeah. from something that is turning all these characters into them. It's just a dangerous slope I've avoided. It is a slippery slope, but I, I will say the only time I do get one is if if I see the one that kind of shouts out like this is a Thomas buy, like I yeah. get it. Like I saw a Launchpad McQuack, and I was like, no nah, man, that's Launchpad. You gotta get one. Yeah, like, that was your boy when you were a kid watching Darkwing Duck or Doc Tales or like that guy is even in the spinoff of Tailspin. Like he shows up and is like he was always your favorite. Like it's like if you saw a Goofy one, you'd probably have to get one hundred percent without yeah. question. I haven't found one yet. I'll keep my eyes open. But, like, uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to find a Jane Sound Bob, but they're hard to come by. And like, I'm trying to like the the the, the characters that mean something to me. Like, I don't the think quintessentials. Yeah, and it's just like you know, I fucking love Jurassic Park. You know, like I got two Harry Potter ones. I got uh, they were a gift from my friend Leo and Scott. One's Neville Longbottom, and if you know anything about my my love for Harry Potter, Neville Longbottom's my fucking dude. Nice. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'll definitely keep my eyes open for that yeah. one. I can't. Yeah. Well, like, I want something that goes like re- represents the teams I root for, and it's just the Oilers or the Canadians. And is it one... Chester the Cat? Is that his name? I think so. It's some... something like that. I, I'm trying to. It's a Lynx, it. isn't he? Yeah, he's a Lynx of sort or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> some form of cat. Yeah, I'd I'd have to I I'd have to like look him up or something like that. Well, uh, so oh, we did. it's Elizabeth Banks, the actress from before. Elizabeth okay. Banks just fucking hit me now. So Elizabeth Banks is in that movie with James Gunn and shit. Nice. Yeah. So uh, do you want to cue the email music and I'll read out an email we received? Two sides to every email. Two sides to everyone. Two sides to every email. Settle in, let's get it done. So Kieran Hamilton sent us in this email. Hey, Bermigo and Flapjacks, what is up? It's been a while, but things have been a bit difficult as of late. Anyhow, I'm back. I know at least one of you missed me, may have missed me. Haha. <laughs> I have a lot to say, but I will try to spread it out over a few emails. So first off, I do understand Marty and his struggles. 
I too am a father, a working man, have side projects and work on my own hobby stuff. Also, I too am basically a husband and have terrible time management, so I get it. But being a top tier friend, give me a couple days or weeks notice and I will make sure to make time for you guys. Dot, dot, dot. Unlike, what's that one guy's name? Ha ha. I'm guessing he's playing off me teasing you about Marty not coming on the podcast. <laughs> I, I, it's weird to me that Kieran never found his uh, strike as a, as a writer. It could be my reading too. I don't know what to say. Secondly, I'm still waiting for my invite to the Sides Cousins WhatsApp chat. Steve has confirmed long ago I'm an honorary Sides clan member. And the fact that you guys are trying to sideline me makes me think you're kind of worried I would end up being the favorite cousin. I await my invite. Sorry, Karen, you're never invited. Uh, Karen, you have to be estranged for at least like 15 years or so. If he took on the Sides name, I think we could let him. Yeah. Maybe, you know. Like if it becomes Hamilton's sides, then I, I you'd have him you'd you allow him to hyphenate. Yeah, if he hyphenated, I'd be fine with that. <laughs> you could drop the Hamilton completely and just go Kieran sides, but I do like the Hamilton sides. It sounds nice. All okay, right. back to the email. Last thing for the day. Sorry, this is so long, but I have a sort of request for Tom to do for me and possibly his own enjoyment. I've always wanted to visit the Maritimes, but it's cheaper to pretty much go anywhere else in the world than Atlantic Canada from Edmonton. And Ireland will always beat out the Maritimes unless it becomes cheaper to get there. Anyways, I digress. One of my goals, if I ever do make it there, is to listen to Canada's most amazing musician. And by saying that, I mean a person who dedicated his life to singing about Canada and its history, not just someone who was born here and makes music. And that man is Stan Rogers. You may or may not know him, but I'm going to give you a list of songs I've always dreamed of listening to, staring into a maritime harbor or just in general. And if you could listen to them for me, it would be appreciated. The list is as follows. The Idiot, Mary Ellen Carter, The Witch of Westmoreland, The Field Beyond the Plow, Down the Road, Free in Harbor, The Northwest Passage. Uh, he said this is the one most people know. Night Guard, Canal Road, Make and break harbor barrett's privateers so it shouldn't take more than a half hour or so to listen to them you should try to actually listen to the songs because they all tell stories of what life in canada is was like and are in my opinion all gems anyways let me know how it goes if you do do this motherfucker just made me say doo doo too he wrote haha i said doo doo much love hombres kieran all right um yeah all right, pulled him up on Spotify. So yeah, I'll check out Stan Rogers. Nice. If Kieran's always been like my music guy, it's funny. There's certain songs he's played for me and I'm like, I hate them, but then we'll listen to them when we're drinking and stuff like that. And then a couple of weeks later, it's in my head. And then all of a sudden I'm like, it's my new favorite song. So I always tease him and then I'll go back to him and be like, hey, uh, have you ever heard of this band, Kieran, or this song? He's like, I fucking told you about that. I'm like, no, come on. I told you about it. And then I always play that game with him, but yeah. He's really good at recommending music, so. No, that's fair. No, I'll. Uh, I already pulled them up here. I'll give them a listen. Nice. I, got, I got a whole bunch of downtime, so yeah. No, by all means. I love it when someone gives you a music tip and it pays off. Like if yeah. you hear, get in the right. I'm mode. surprised that he didn't mention like Alan Doyle or, um, Joel Plaskett or something like that. He might not know them. Maybe you're recommending. Yeah. So like Alan now. Doyle was a member of Great Big C, and he is a a great Canadian musician. And in, and when I say Canadian musician, I'm not just saying a musician that was born in Canada. No, he, I think he embodies maritime, the Atlantic Canada. 
Newfoundland raised, like he's the heart and soul of the East Coast. And like I saw him in Edmonton, it is a fucking time and a half. Like I know he is beloved nationwide. Yeah. Joel Plastic, I will say the same thing. Nova Scotia boy sings about like um, you know, I'm not not probably not all about being Canadian, but you can tell that Canada is part of where he gets his like inspiration from. Interesting. I so, like Stomp and Tom, one example. Yeah. Pride of Prince Edward Island. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's all recommendations there, Kieran. Kieran, uh, but um until you change your last name to Hamilton Sides or just flat out sides, you will not be welcomed into the sides uh family group chat. Yeah. Also, it's been kind of dead. We like we 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 use it for I think the last thing I wrote was some condolences to to you, Sean. Yeah, we got all hyped thinking it was going to be this fucking like amazing chat group. Come on, sides cousins, let's get this thing going here. Yeah, maybe it's on you and I to be a little bit more active in it, but maybe, uh, maybe. Yeah, we should start like like sides question of the day. Just that's like, a good one. We don't know each other at all, so I would like everyone to answer on this one, please. So yeah, exactly. You can be like the conductor to. Like if someone like doesn't speak up, then you call them out. You'd be like, hey, we'd like everyone's opinion on this subject. You have one week to the deadline. And then after the deadline, we'll write them emails or send the messages individually and be like, excuse me, can you please tell me why you're not participating in the Sides Cousin group chat? <laughs> the family, it's a family ordeal. There's always those guys in the WhatsApp groups that like there's always a one or two in the group who are like just silent. You, you know they like, read it. You mean you and our hockey one? I just never catch it on the right fucking time. And like, that's kind of died out now too. I thought maybe you guys started your own like group chat without us or something, you know, and it just had like the friends talking and left us out because it died out a little bit as well. No, we we were using it the other day after the, uh, the skills competition. Oh, and I missed it. The, I don't know who did it with the blind fucking, did you see he had his, Wearing an average Joe's uh, gymnasium like outfit from dodgeball, and he blindfolded himself, and then he still scored. Okay, missed yeah. it. Yeah, well, of course you did. You don't check the WhatsApp group ever. Yeah, I know that's on me. I will yeah. check it more often. The hockey pool interest has kind of died out recently on account of all the Oilers games being canceled for like two fucking months, and me having been pre-warned about having all of your same players on one fucking team disregarding that strong pickup by uncle john though with the vander kane yeah it'll give him some points kane's like i was excited at the prospect of getting kane a lot of people were against it but hey if he can still play hockey then that's what he's gonna do bring him in i think he might have learned some lessons and stuff but like it's a wait and see kind of thing for sure uh, i am all for having a vander kane on the oilers i think it's a smart it was it's a smart inexpensive move a hundred percent. It's great for like the Oilers, the team, you know, McDavid in particular, having someone who will stand up for a lot You got you to figure out between the pipes. Like, yeah, that, like, that's you, huge. Like the sure. media, like, like, do you see the thing where Dreisaitl snapped at the, yeah, the, like, they, like they all want you to just say like, yeah, our goaltending sucks, but they don't want, they're all the guys on the team. No, and it's not his fault. Like, honestly, like, sorry, he's not fucking, Carry Price in his prime, or so are yeah. he's not fucking these. Like it's not the type of team we are because we you build with what you have, and what we have, we have like 
not great goaltending in ways, but you know, it's funny too, because like the team player that McDavid is, they asked him at the NHL all-star break there, who is the unsung hero of the Edmonton Oilers? And McDavid said Koskinen. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they do love the guy and they believe he's going above and beyond. Yeah. Even like you have, uh, what's it? uh, Who's the backup for Koskinen right now? We Um, have Stuart Skinner and Mike Smith is injured. Yeah. Like even then, like, like the goaltender isn't going to strong, but even then, like they're stepping up. Holy shit, are they ever like the like they could be fucking red light district, and it's not the case. Like, yeah, you're on a bit of a slump lately, but also you're yeah. putting the fucking you know you're putting your faith in someone that you know it has to step up. You have a team that can put the puck in the net, but even that's then, just like, it. Well, and that's the thing, like, cost, there was some drama because Costin is straight up said in one of his press conferences after our, our, like, seventh loss in a row or something, he was, like, he listed the amount of goals scored in those games that he lost as if to say, like, it's a fucking team sport, it's not just me to try to defend themselves, and he got shit on for that by fans because, you know, they're like, oh, fuck you, Costin. But there, there's a point, like, we are designed to be an offensive team where our goaltending might be weak at times, but we have the fucking talent to be able to score goals. If we stop being able to score goals, then we go on a six-game losing streak. Then we go on a seven-game losing streak. It's, yeah. sorry. So, but- like, eventually... And Mike Smith's all good enough goalie that he can pull through, but he's injury prone, which is fucking hurting you so much. Yeah. I think some moves are going to be made uh, before the playoffs for goaltending. I, I really want you guys to clinch. I would really want the Oilers to clinch a playoff spot. Me too. Um, It'll be interesting. It's going to depend on a lot of things. Like they still want to just go with what's in the locker room, but like, there's some tough spots like i think they're going to trade yamamoto if they can maybe to like seattle or something like that but like i don't know who the fuck we'd get back from them exactly in that deal if it would just be like we want a piece from them to be able to get a piece from them kind of a deal but i could just see things like that happening based on what's been going on with the team yeah so like again there's there's always options you just it's just figuring it out right right like who you don't know what's going on in the GM office. Like he could be making calls all the time going like, fuck, we, I know we need goaltending. So yeah, what can we give you? And people are like, fuck you. We want McDavid. Like, yeah. No, like that's not a fucking option. Like, no, exactly. So, and that's a tough part, but uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Time. Uh, hockey's funny in that way. Like I get really fucking passionate about hockey. Sometimes really upset. It yeah. can really bother me when my team sucks. But you also have to remember at the end of the day, they're all fucking millionaires getting played, getting paid a shit ton of money to play a game they love. And, you know, it's kind of like, don't take it too personally when your team loses, I guess, is good advice. Yeah, but you can't help. You can't help but get emotional about hockey. No, I try to turn it off sometimes, but you can't like, no, like even look at it. Like you, like the, after a few days after Doreen passed, you're watching hockey with your dad and you're like, fuck, I really want the Oilers to win. Yeah. And they pulled through. Yeah. But like, but you know, like, I don't think I can handle the death of Doreen and an Oilers loss. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> no. And that's the thing about hockey where it's like, I have to remind myself in those losses that it is just a fucking sport and a game. People playing a game that are like fucking get paid more than I'll ever understand. I just can't 
fucking again, again, you get you can't help but get emotional about sports, man. It's uh, I feel it's like thing. in the playoffs, I feel like I'm gonna die sometimes because like, I'm I'm a Bears I fan and I get heartbroken when we get beat by the Packers. Yeah, I get heartbroken when they when whenever they lose, like I'm just like <sighs> fuck. Yeah, and it I and I feel that way. Like I'm a Montreal Canadiens fan. You know how hard it is to defend them this season. That's tough, I get yeah. the Toronto Maple Leafs fans going like, "You guys suck this year." I'm like, "Yeah, but like, look at our roster. You guys suck this year. You have this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, yeah. and you're still not great." Toronto has nothing to say to anyone. I don't know why they try. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it, it's where I it's like our star goalie. Took is pretty much taking the season off to get back to being the great goalie he once was. Yeah, what a piece of shit! I picked him up in the hockey pool. Big fucking. Also, there. get another goalie. You know how many points you're losing by not having a goalie. I know. Who's I don't. You? It's because I don't know the list of franchise players, and I fucking want to know. Then just try, and then find out that you can't get them. Yeah, I guess that's good advice. The goalie that isn't playing is getting you zero points consistently. Sure, 100%. you could lose a point here and there, or you could gain three out of nowhere and then <laughs> regain your top spot. Sean, I thought just to were... cause controversy, I would pick up either Mike Smith or Stuart Skinner. But uh, Mike Smith, I think, belongs to Dave. Yeah. And I don't think he's like he's injured and he, I don't think he's dropping him. That's another reason why Dave sucks. <laughs> yeah it, it's a tricky fucking tricky yeah. game and like i'm on the fucking rise like i i bought like i picked up like these weird players in like zegris and troy terry and the ducks like they're fucking yeah. killing it and then like changing on my goalie for like jonathan quick and the guys i picked up from la are just doing all right for me so i like your enthusiasm you dropped Bin- binnington finally no i feel like i should get rid of him he hasn't been playing no it's a tough call. But, like, when he wins, it's great. Like, he's yeah. a good goalie. He's fucking arrogant as fuck. But, like, I don't – like, should I switch him for the other St. Louis goalie? I don't know. But yeah, also, it's a tough call. When I say this and Uncle John's fucking listening and he's just going to be like, I'm going to fucking take him. Go fuck. <laughs> also, he's killing it. Yeah. He's, he's on the fucking okay. waiver wire. He's fucking figuring shit out. He's making decisions. Like, is he waking up at the crack of fucking stupid, checking the stats and going, you know what? I have a hunch about this fucking player. <laughs> Like Jesus, well, he like, really watches. Like we were talking about with him, his hockey pool is super interactive, uh, and so he has a lot more insider information on the players than what we would. Uh, he's, he's a fucking go getter, and I gotta say, power to him. And I yeah. also think that they're suspect that the guy that's running our league, Sam, is in first place by a fucking hefty amount. Yeah. I don't know, man, but I call. We have suspect. to do like a player point check count. At the end, you know, just to make sure that he's not well, just that's the that's the website that's doing all the oh, it's the website though, right? But we should just cross reference just to be no, I'm just fucking around. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. Like I'm I'm like I'm on Paul's heels right now and I'm close to you because all I'm like I'm I'm getting some decent Thomas, games are you close? Me. I have yeah. to look now because I'm like there's I'm within last 50, time I looked, I'm, you were fucking like months. I'm within behind. 50 to 60 points. That's not right behind then. You made it sound like you were 10 points out. I was like, no, oh, no. shit, I do. I got to be worried. Nothing's no. happened because of the all-star break, but yeah. Yeah. You're not that far behind only like 58 points or 57 yeah. points, but like that can change in a single evening, man. That's true. Yeah. I was thinking about like, I'm hanging in there in the middle of the pack, which is yeah. reasonably well. If the Oilers have all their makeup games coming up here over like the fucking, um, 
Olympic break, we're going to be playing a fuck ton of games, so it'll help me. But we'll see what happens, obviously. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. It's fun, and I like talking shit with the guys, and it's always it's always a good time. Indeed. All right, man. Well, I think that wraps it up for this week, eh? Here I think we so. We another one on the books. Can we make uh, the title Joe Rogan as a fat fuck? No. Because <laughs> I don't side with you on this. <laughs> Uh, uh, I do want to remind everyone that Spotify now has like a rate and review uh, thing on the app. So if you listen to our show on Spotify, just give us the old five stars. And if you don't listen to us on Spotify, but you have it, do it anyway, please. Uh, (laughs) It just helps us and helps us like come around like other people, just like podcasts you may like or something like that. And then, like, you know, Sean and I spout nonsense. Sometimes we're funny. Sometimes we're just idiots. Like, we yeah. got a good rant in here, and I, and then we argue for, like, a good fucking 40 minutes or whatever we did today. Pretty so, much. I don't know. If this is your bag and you enjoy listening to our nonsense, again, hit up the Spotify. Give us five stars. Hit us up on the Apple comment rate review. Uh, really appreciate all the support. Um, I'll be putting uh, – I want to remind everyone that the link for – Doreen's GoFundMe is still up. So if you want to make any donations, uh, some of you, some people that are listeners actually have already. Yeah, a huge you, thank you to those people for sure. Uh, Much appreciated from our family. We really, we appreciate it, guys. We really appreciate it. And like, uh, I don't know how long we're going to keep this up for, but if you can, the links in the bio uh, of our Instagram. And then uh, if not, uh, it's on my Facebook page. It's on Sean's Facebook page. If you follow us uh, on yeah. there, but most likely hit us up on the Instagram. It's the link in the bio, please. Like 20 bucks goes super far to giving a wonderful woman the send off. She deserves. Thanks Thomas. Uh, and then, uh, and then again, we'll be putting out the link uh, for our uh, shirts, shirts and stuff. Hats, uh, swag. Yeah. We'll be getting that back out there Indeed. in your future, but you know, priorities. Um, so from all of us, two sides of the story, I'm Tom Sides, has been one side of the story, and I'm Sean Sides, and this has been one side of the story. Have a great week, everyone! Way to go, Sam Sides, really good. (laughs) I was hoping no one noticed that, but live long and prosper, everybody. Two sides of the story, two sides of the story. Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.